everybody in chat's like Skype crash. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It's all good. I'm good at editing. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. No. You uh, should uh, check your files and make sure they're all intact and. Confirmed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because your recording, the recording stopped, is right? still recording. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You should double check it anyway. We're, we're good. I'm telling you. The squiggly lines are still squiggling. Trust me, it's just, all right. it's just Skype. Okay. Um, if, if it doesn't come out. I've been podcasting a long time. I know how this goes down. If it doesn't come out right, <laughs> I will just fill it up with me singing you know, campfire songs with my cat. Kumbaya. Like, this was actually the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, kids, get the cat off the keyboard. It's time for the XP podcast. XP XP quest. I'll get it right one of these days. Are we XP yeah. quest? Meow. 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 Uh, we're recording live on November 12th, 2015. And with me this week. Uh, so last week I introduced uh, Andang as, or the, the, the week before last, I introduced Andang as the... Uh, uh, God, what was it? He, I, I introduced him as the Han Solo of of the 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 podcast, right? So this week you are the Django Fett of the podcast. Okay, <laughs> I was I was I was about to get ready to hear like the Wookiee of the podcast. The and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're the Django Fett. I had to look that one. Starting up. Starting to see that pitch, and I'm like, I don't like where this is You're going. You're not a Boba Fett. You're not collectible. And you're from like you know <laughs> episode two, which doesn't really count, you know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we have the one and only Leonor. Say hi. Yo. <laughs> no, he's not Jar Jar Binks. That's what they're saying in chat. <laughs> oh no, no, they're not. I don't even see that. You lie. Uh, that's great. So, uh, I just noticed we had the title wrong. This is actually episode four. Yeah. We're way off that's on our same. game today. I spent all day. (laughs) Yeah, it's fixed. It's corrected. I'm surprised you (laughs) haven't pasted any pornography yet in the show notes. (laughs) Oh, not yet. I I have some, though. We have an hour. (laughs) We have an hour. (laughs) So tonight's show topic is the secret world. Shh, it's a secret. So uh, the secret world is a buy-to-play MMORPG set modern-day real world where you battle the occult forces. Uh, in the game, you join one of three world-controlling secret societies attempting to repel, mitigate, or exploit the attack of the Lovecraftian entities and other immortal beings in the coast town of Maine, Egypt, Transylvania, and parts of Tokyo, which are way beyond where I've played. Uh, and you could also try to advance your society's secret agenda over the others. And unlike many other MMORPGs, there's no need to stop to use most of a character's attacks and abilities. So as a result, the combat is faster than many other MMORPGs, and it is movement-based. The character is free to redevelop their abilities on the go to prepare themselves for specific threats or to better integrate themselves into a group. And unlike traditional MMORPGs, advancement is primarily through equipment, using experience points to buy additional abilities and more powerful weapons. There's your splash tag. Let's get into it. <laughs> so, whew, that is a lot to just digest in one second. That sitting. is a lot. Holy! I can't believe I just read all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess right off the bat... Um, the first thing I had thought of was that this is one of the few MMOs that's actually set in modern times. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that that's part of what its success is? It's, it's sort of uniqueness, you know, to where it's modern times and you're not superheroes. You're just people with like occult force <laughs> magic and awesome weapons. Oh, well, hands down. I mean, like I, 
really can't think of anything else that's even close to this. Uh, there were there were a couple of games that were going to be coming out. Uh, one was earlier this year. I can't remember uh, who it was called Dark something or something like that. But then we had um, the vampire game that was going to be coming out from the people who do Eve Online. That was going to be World of Darkness. Uh, that was going to be like you know the second main game of this genre and they canceled that so this is pretty much the only game that is like this and uh, I, I know Funcom likes to label this game as a horror game or at least they do it recently I've actually read the forums <laughs> where they said that and um, it, it's kind of neat and this is like one of the only MMOs that I can think of that actually came out with a spin-off single player game which was the park that just came out just recently really i wasn't mm-hmm. even aware of that <laughs> the park yeah I, i'm surprised like I, I know world of warcraft hasn't done that uh, unless you <laughs> count the the warcraft games maybe yeah but those came before was yeah. it world of warcraft the spinoff from warcraft <laughs> <laughs> Like I remember telling so, yeah, somebody, this, I was like, I remember playing a, Warcraft. I'm like, you play WoW? I'm like, no, there was this game before WoW called Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had Get off Lego my lawn, and... kids. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is a pretty unique title. Yeah. So uh, in the game, there are uh, three factions: the Illuminati, the Templars, and the Dragons. Guess which one's the Japanese one? So. Uh, of course, when I got interested in the game, you know, through you hounding me over you know, Twitter one day, um, you were like, join the, Illuminati. join the Illuminati, join the Illuminati, like Illuminati, Illuminati. And I used to joke, yeah, it's always on sale. I used to mm-hmm. joke, uh, you know, I'm like, everybody I know who's playing seems to play mostly as the Illuminati, but we do have some Templars in chat, apparently. But, uh, why is it like I just don't find any English speaking people who play as the dragons? Oh, <laughs> just... um, that is true. I have met some people uh, that are on the dragon side that speak English, and uh, there are a lot of people that don't. Uh, <laughs> I've actually met a lot of German people that play dragon. Really? Yeah, yeah. That is very bizarre. But yeah, they since the game isn't like ridiculously popular they 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 pretty much have it's i I can't remember they're they're not like a mega server construct are they or are they very close you can go ahead and uh, join anybody on any server Mm -hmm. but uh when things come up like pvp and uh there's a couple of other situations too you can't join them during that stuff so it's only like when you're doing the pve questing stuff Maybe okay. rating, maybe rating. I'm not sure. <laughs> I uh, I made the mistake of walking into a rating area, or uh, into a dungeon area, and I was solo, and that was a mistake. <laughs> you clearly know that you've crossed into a bad area. <laughs> yeah, you're dead instantly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, Just okay, like... I'm gonna do my sword, and then I'm oh, oh. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and respawn far away from this place. You know? <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, so uh, the way that they're releasing it, it is uh, buy to play, and there are 11 issues out currently. So each issue is inevitably like a zone. Is that correct? No. Um, most of the issues are newer zones. Um, I think there's only like two or three zones that you get out of the issues. The issues are mainly extra uh, events, requests that you go through, mm-hmm. uh, such as, um, I can't pull it up. I'm in game right now, but I'm not finding what <laughs> I need to find. Uh, there's, uh, let's, yes, issue seven. Issue seven, you go into it, and it's not a new zone or anything like that. It's a solo campaign where you are pretty much James Bond, and you go through and <laughs> You 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 get on the uh, um, the 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 snow um oh geez what do you call them now? It's the little cars that go on the snow and you drive them. <laughs> you live in Wisconsin. You should know this answer. Yeah, I I don't own one. 
I don't own a cow eater. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's not like you know you live in Key Snow West. Sled. You're like one of those things. What's that white stuff that falls from the sky? Andrew. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, uh, issue seven is all about like being a John James Bond type character with your character that you made in the game. Uh, issue five is um, uh, something to do with uh, being on the ocean. Uh, it wasn't until around issue, let's see, uh, issue eight gave you things like skirmishes where it was just an instance that you can just grab a bunch of people and go into right away mm -hmm. and uh, kind of do those over and over and over. And it wasn't until, like, issue 10, 11, and let's see, is there a 12 now? There is a 12, so we're up to 12. Ah. Uh, 10, 11, and 12 are all Tokyo, and those are new zones in each issue. Okay. Along with huge new raids that people can join together and go through as a dungeon. I think uh, issue 12 gives you a a 25-level dungeon that has 150 different types of rooms in it, and they all randomly spawn, so you just go up the tower and try and get to the end of it. And then <laughs> I think they opened up the basement, so now you can go down the tower in the basement <laughs> the and go through good. all those rooms as well. <laughs> so um, it's uh, the issues are all different. Uh, some are raids, some are areas, and some are instant stuff. So is it not even possible to play all the issues solo? Like at some point you got to start grouping up? I would say that some of them are probably preferred to be more group, mm -hmm. especially the later ones. They open up and they give you a whole area to go play through, but a lot of the main things are is grouping up and going through some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I do know that the game does give you issues one through, I want to say, Five. Let me look at the store real quick. Four. <laughs> they give you one through four. Okay. And that's the just what's considered the base game. Yes. And then I, I did see on Steam as of like last week, uh, the Ultimate Edition, which is one through 11, uh, is fifty nine mm -hmm. ninety nine. But like I said, this is one of those that's always on sale somewhere. <laughs> it so is. Don't pay it, it is always on sale. Game, yeah. Don't pay full price. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, they... you don't have to buy. You don't have to buy these issues like right away either. You can play a whole heck of a lot of the game, and even get get real close to maxing out your character before you even need to start buying any of this extra stuff. And even then, it's it's uh, a little iffy because you can go into a lot of these zones now. They, they've opened up a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So it's only when you need it is when you should buy it. You shouldn't just buy it all out the gate right away. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, I, I, I saw it on sale, so I picked up, like, the Ultimate Edition back in the day, and I'm just like, okay. Oh, nice. And then, like... We should play more. Oh, we're going to talk about... Issue two. <laughs> We're going to talk about issue two. We'll get to that. But okay. <laughs> um, they still do have a subscription model on top of that. But all it does is it gives you like routine credits and perks. Like, what is it? Resting XP or something. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't get you issues, though, correct? Like, they still have to purchase the, the individual issues when they come out. I think they still get issues while you're having your subscription, while while you're on subscription. Mm -hmm. But if you're not on subscription, then you have to pay for the the issues. Okay. But they could have changed it. Um, I knew that was going to come up, and I was going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure that if you are subscribing, you do get the issues. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, another interesting thing that I read back in the day was that they originally intended to do an issue a month, and then they suddenly oh, yeah. realized that that was just undoable. <laughs> then it went to an issue every month or two, and then it turned into like an issue every quarter. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Yeah. they're still releasing good quality content. It's just they just bit off way more than they could chew. Well, I couldn't imagine that, was, that much uh... DLC. This game was launched alongside of Guild Wars 2, which also does some sort of update every month. Yeah. So when this came out along with that game, I mean, they were like, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do it every month, you know. And and uh, Guild Wars 2, unfortunately, just dominated everything that was out there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, 
I don't have the, the notes in front of me, but I did see that uh, this had like poor timing because there was like a couple oh, yeah. of different ones that came out like Guild Wars 2 and they all oh, yeah. just sort of launched exactly at the same time and this one just sort of lost. <laughs> but Oh yeah, if, if this one would have had a later in the year release, uh, it would have been just fine. But it, it was hurting right out the gate. It was It was shot in the gut and it was already leaning over, walking forward, trying to get there. Yeah, it just didn't get there. <laughs> but I think it's interesting when you when you're actually playing in the game that people are playing are just like passionate about this game. Like there's some oh weird, yeah there's some weird like goth parties all over the place and like well, that's, no... that's you know coming back to your point in the beginning. There's nothing like this. Yeah. You know, what if they leave this game? Where do they go? They go to something fantasy. Yeah, that is true. Because <laughs> they're definitely not gonna like go purchase some starfighter somewhere <laughs> <laughs> right right exactly let's let's uh do a space game today mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh so um do you think give it its you know it's it's it do you think given its subject matter and some of the questing does it actually live up to its mature rating or do you think it's more perpetuated by just the the players within the game. Oh yeah, there's 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 boobs all over the place. Really? <laughs> yes. I yeah, I, I could take you to a beach right now where there's a whole bunch. <laughs> They're all demons. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I try to avoid those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this uh, this game has a tons of. Uh, uh, breasts all over the place. Uh, there is even one instance that has a demon that is helping you get through hell, but is also trying to seduce you the entire time. Awesome. Uh, um, let's see. What are some other examples? Uh, just general chats from a lot of the NPCs as well. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of mature ones. Uh, there, For example, if this is a, a kind of a neat story there is uh the beginning area is that a bunch of fog came into the small town and a lot of people were drawn out into the ocean mm -hmm. and this one woman who is a fortune teller uh luckily did not get drawn into the ocean however the fog did affect her for that moment the only reason that she did not get up and leave her house and walk into the ocean is because she was handcuffed to her bed because of specific reasons <laughs> <laughs> reasons we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that <laughs> i do remember that plot line now i completely forgot about that I've yeah that is in the that's near the start <laughs> mm -hmm. oh that's great yeah i, I and, and on top of that just there's just over the top like splashy gore at times <laughs> it's just comical at some points <laughs> but it's it's tasteful <laughs> Stand by for technical difficulties. Thank you, Skype. So, when you're uh, traveling around, do you prefer the first or third person view? <laughs> oh boy. Um, uh, depends on the game, but for Secret World, third person usually. <laughs> yeah, I think I do it, but it's just for, you know. I have a scantily clad woman, so you know how that is. Oh, I I just want to. Oh yeah, I want to follow that around all day. Uh, well, exactly. That's why most men play women in MMOs is because we want to see that butt. That is true. <laughs> all day. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the only time I've ever gone into first person. Is is this game actually does have a lot of puzzle aspects to it, and when you need to try and find something, that first person comes in handy. That is very true. Um, I guess sort of... Uh, eh, we can talk about that later. Um, in the game, there, there, there are no classes or actual levels, but the, the whole point is built... There, the whole leveling experience experience goes towards purchasing um, stuff in the ability wheel. I say with air quotes. There is 525 abilities, uh, but you can only slot 7 active and 7 passive. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And then, of course, with nine weapon builds or weapon types, um, God, the builds are just insane in this game. There's a lot of builds, yep. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, there are. Yeah, people in the chat are saying it's a disability wheel for me. <laughs> that is so true, Brax. <laughs> because you look at that thing and you're like, I I think where I went wrong is I tried to just make a pure breed, right? Like I just wanted straight up this, you know, assault rifle and then I started going up that tree and then just it just the game just gets mean. <laughs> like, it I does. don't know what it is. When you it go does. From... It's like bang. <laughs> you better level up something else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and that's sort of where I got you involved. Uh, for the show was because not only did you sucker me into this game, but like you're like a professional min maxer. You've got this game figured out. Uh, I, I, did, I did figure out the game only because somebody else helped me figure it out as well, because I was in the same <laughs> boat as you guys. Uh, uh, Jackie Leto will remember this too, because uh, he was kind of stuck in the game for quite a while too, until I talked to him. Basically, what you need to do in the game is you need to sit down and figure out something that you like, like the rifle, uh, magic, you know, whatever type of magic that they have, whatever kind of weapon that you want, and then pair that up, hopefully, with something that does a huge area attack that you can do over and over and over, such as you know, like the sword or the hammer or something like that. Basically, this build is just going to save your butt as you keep getting points in things that you really, really want to build up. <laughs> okay, so that, that's basically you know the start of it, the framework. Mm-hmm. Now, the extra thing that we want to do on that is when you get these weapons that you want to start off with, you really want to focus on leveling up those weapons and going to the auction hall to buy the weapons that are on level with you. Because that is the key thing. That makes the game a whole heck of a lot doable. So did you waste any of your your stuff into the crafting system, sort of? Or did you just straight up buy stuff off the auction house? I straight up bought things off the auction house. The, the game has a lot of people playing it all the time, and the auction hall always has a lot of these uh, lower gear things, all really cheap. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of cash just doing quests in this game. So there's there's hardly ever a time where you're going to be out of money unless you start trying to buy uh, extra runes or something for your weapons and stuff like that. That will make you broke immediately. But <laughs> if you are just playing through and going through the areas and just buying the things that you need as you go, you're always going to be ahead of the curve and the game is going to be more fun in the end. Hmm. Interesting. So that's the secret to the secret world. <laughs> that is the secret. <laughs> so uh, how often do you spend time trying to level up the the various uh, things? Because instead of, since it's you know modern times, there is no armor, right? You only get like little, uh, I, I can't remember what they're called now. They're like uh, pendants and, you know, Rings talismans. Yeah, talismans, yeah. Yes, like, that, that much, is pretty much your armor. How much effort do you put in that towards, you know, working on your offensive? You know. Well, that's pretty close to how weapons work as well. You there is um I think they bumped it up to 11 now. There is uh, 11 slots and if you build up your weapon in that in those slots, it will do more damage. And it will do something else. Like swords will give you more defense along with every time you hit something, you will heal a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it kind of comes with a leech ability. So the more that you level up your sword, the more it's going to defend you in the end. When we talk about talismans, talismans are basically your armor. Uh, it's a um, necklace, bracelets, and uh, a belt, and you know just accessory type things. Those also give you stat bonuses like more in attack, more in defense, uh, more magic damage, things like that. So those are pretty much like armor in a typical MMO. <laughs> so it, it's also ir- real quick too. Those, those are also, um, you can like, let's, we'll talk about the, the necklace parts. You can build up the, the necklace, uh, uh, uh tier. 
so you're able to wear more stronger necklaces later on. <laughs> you go from just a standard choker to like something with spikes, you know, something, yeah, fashion, exactly. something, something fashionable. Exactly. You take it for a <laughs> night out in the town. <laughs> so basically just think of it as leveling up your, your weapon skills and your armor skills. And that's exactly what this is. Okay. I suppose that makes sense. So uh, ironically, my next bullet point, uh, everybody's already talking about in chat, uh, <laughs> like, the difficulty curve between <laughs> episode one and episode two is like a punch to the face. Like, oh my god, why does it ramp up? Like, you, you have a story to tell us. I think everybody does. For apparently, <laughs> like Draculetta's even said, I had fun till I got to Savage Coast. Then it got uh-huh. handed to me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, yep. I'm not the only one that this has happened to. Like, is there just something where, like, we just have to go back and just grind and grind and grind? Because I tried slowly grinding in the next, you know, the Savage Coast, and it is just brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just get um, They have changed it. it. You know, when some some MMOs that have been out for quite a while and uh, the they keep adding more content onto it, the earlier areas are just still kind of slow, so they'll just kind of speed those up. Mm-hmm. Fun, Funcom has actually done that with the Secret World. They have lowered damage. Uh, you do more damage in those areas now, and they make things a little bit more smoother and quicker to go through. Uh, they actually said that they lowered all of the monsters' health points by half through the beginning area, the area after that, and I think maybe one more area after that. So they did hear what you guys were talking about, and uh, they have knocked <laughs> it down quite a bit. So, and I guess they revamped their tutorials as well a little bit too. So th- those were a little bit confusing, but yeah, um, try it again and see what happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll try again. <laughs> Braxwolf is asking in chat, so you can use your bracelets like Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, that's um, funny. you can. Uh, you can use your claws like Wolverine. <laughs> that is true. You can. Uh huh. I remember when I I was going through the the beginning area. Yeah, uh, the second area just like kicked my butt bad, real bad. And I ended up just farming the beginner area because all the quests there will always give you experience and will give you points for your your skills for your weapons and mm-hmm. for your armor. And they don't lower it. In fact, if you keep leveling up your armor and your weapons, the weapons that you're using, the quests will actually consider you to be like a higher level, which means you need more experience and which means you will level up your your tiers even faster. So once you get to a certain point on your armor and, and your weapons, the quests will actually give you more experience and more points to level your stuff up. And I maxed out my character all the way up to the rank 10, where it was at that time, rank 10 in all of my armor and the two weapons that I did. And then I had, you know, just, I was a little bit overpowered and just went through the whole rest of the game after that. But that's me. I like grinding things out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm an old uh, Final Fantasy 11 and uh, Lineage 2 player. So, yeah, that's me. I'm 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 just gonna take ten seconds to say, I'm just having a night. Like between the, the Skype problems, and my dog going, you know, crazy upstairs, and my wife just sent me a, a text message from upstairs of why the dog is flipping out and barking and going crazy. She's apparently wearing a Bengals mask that's like a luchador wrestling mask, <laughs> and the dog wants to kill her apparently. Lucia Libre. <sighs> this is my life, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to do a respectable show with Leonor. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> so uh in the um the the in the game there there there's several different types of missions that you can do, which are repeatable to some extent. 
uh, mm-hmm. story dungeon faction quests, and you can always have three side quests. But you can't really accept more than that. It, it, it nope. like, pauses things or sort of – does it pause it or does it actually dump it out of your your active quest completely? Like you have to run back to the quest giver. It will pause the quest. Uh, once you find something else, it will give you the, the screen that says, which quest would you like to pause? And you can pause it and pick up the new quest, and then you have to go back to the original quest giver to unpause the quest, but it will remember the 12 things that you killed or whatever okay. you did in the plot. It, it will remember that. That's good news, actually, because <laughs> it seems like just coming from other traditional MMOs, that's just, just a bizarre thing where you could, like, you only get, like, five things you could, you know, <laughs> take a quest away. It, it was it was a little hard to get used to it in the beginning. I was like, what? what what's going on? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because I was used to just, you know, like, grabbing all the ones as I went. Exactly. Oh God, yeah, Lotro. Does not do that. I specifically did all of the tasks in Lotro just to get more quest spots. You know, what I mean. <laughs> oh no, kidding! I, I know. maxed out my quests, <laughs> my quest spots. So, <laughs> so uh, one thing that this game just does well is uh, it completely, in a subtle way, it breaks the fourth wall. And it screws with your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, early on in Zone 1, there is this mission where it tells you to go out on the internet and look up like this part number. And I have seen so many uh, <laughs> I've seen so many people talk about this game where they're like, I kept looking for a computer in the game to search the internet and like, no, it literally wants you to get out. It wants you to tab out of the game, pause the game, mm-hmm. go out, find this website of this fictitious company that they've spun up and look yep. through like their documentation to find like the correct part number for an antenna. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You were talking about like screw with you, like, and there's more examples of this out throughout there, the whole There game. are more examples. The one that I love telling people is there is an area in the game where you go into this uh, art museum type thing, and you're somehow supposed to figure out that the clock that is on the wall is actually um, a a number for a Bible passage. <laughs> so That's... you you have to go and look that up. And then come back and, you know, the clues that that Bible passage gives you is something that is in that room. Now, they're not very specific with it. It's something you have to figure out. But, yeah, I would have never have thought of looking at the clock and thinking, oh, yeah, that's a Bible passage. I got to go look that sucker up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no way. Like- no way. No. <laughs> <laughs> the game is very smart. It it knows that people use the internet to find things, yeah. and uh, they incorporated that into the game, and that is very cool. Yeah, it's it's unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fantastic when the game's like, "Hey, shut the game off and go look this up," you know, and not just on a wiki, you know, like right, right. And it's like when the sh- <laughs> it's like when the game shuts down someday, way in the future. It's going to be sad that, you know, there's going to be all these sub websites and things that just oh, yeah. die, you know, <laughs> like I, there, there are, there have been other games that I've seen do real life jokes like uh Rockstar in Grand Theft Auto three plus, right? Mm-hmm. They always had uh, advertisements on the radio for petsovernight.com. And sure enough, oh, yeah. that, that website exists, but like they never tell you, you know, as a mission, you have to go out to petsovernight.com to look something up. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> petsovernight.com. Little bundles of joy delivered to your doorstep. <laughs> there was a movie called um, Cloverfield that came out uh, quite a while ago, and they had – uh, nobody knew what it was about. We just knew it was a big monster movie. That's oh, it. I That's all people that. knew. And um, it was kind of neat because if you actually went to their website, they had all of these other websites that 
gave clues on what the movie was about. Like there was a <laughs> Japanese company that made slushies and different flavors and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, clicking through all of that, you got a little bit of the story that uh, the monster could have been released because one of the ingredients that is in the slushies is in the bottom of the sea, and they were digging in the bottom of the sea, and there was a video of uh, some news things where, you know, this creature <laughs> came up and hit the boat. They didn't know what the heck it was. This is like the same thing. Uh, the Funcom has put a lot of these little small website things and stuff out there just mm -hmm. to you know, just get you more immersed into the game. And they did a really good job. Yeah. That, amen to them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had to look this guy up. The The creator was was this Norwegian guy named Ragnar Torquist. Or Tor Ragnar. Tor Torquist. <laughs> and it looks Tornquist. Yeah. But like it looks like his name has like a zero in it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what kind of lead hacker is this guy? <laughs> We're like, his last name has a zero in it. That's awesome. No, no, that's actually some Norwegian character <laughs> letter. I'm horrible. <laughs> so uh, he did uh, the longest journey, which somebody there's been criticism back and forth about the similarities between these two games. Um, yeah. But uh, Longest Journey and uh, the game that was before it, I think it was called Dreamfall, mm -hmm. unless it is the same game, uh, was about a woman who was in modern times and she fell into like a portal that was kind of like a fantasy area or era. And then she went into another port of that and there was a different world there. Mm -hmm. um, there were some people that were saying that the secret world was going to be based on those games in the first place with mm -hmm. her going through, uh, with with people going through different portals and going to different areas. Now, of course, you know, as we play The Secret World now, that is the case, but it's apparently has nothing to do with those games, which <laughs> is kind of surprising because some of the women actually, uh, in the beginning of the game, when you're picking out your outfit, you can actually pick the outfit from the the main character of Dreamfall and uh, uh, the other game that you talked about. So, yeah, uh, I think that they were going to make this into an MMO and decided to just keep the premise but uh, distance, uh, you know, not not use that lore from that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he apparently also was the guy who was behind Anarchy Online, which I've never gotten to play, but I've heard so much about. And he also I did, hear it all the time, too, yeah. He, he also did Casper. <laughs> the movie, the game, I, I... oh the game. <laughs> there was an MMO, Casper. I don't think it was an MMO. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna say it's not an MMO. <laughs> 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 so, uh, a huge uh, thing that I love about this game, beyond you know it just screwing with your head, uh, is that when I think about a close to perfect lore system. This game seems to have the closest thing that I'd say to that target, right? It's, it still gives you like lore and nuggets, right? But the mm -hmm. lore you pick up, once you have like the entire story, you could sit there at any point and just sort of pause in a safe spot and read the whole thing. And it actually fills you in with all these crazy pieces about, why the area you're in is so screwed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And... Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff in there. You know, we were actually talking about that there were three factions. Mm -hmm. If you go through the lore, there's five factions. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there there is a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, and and the the it seemed similar to the original Bioshock's lore system where, you know, it gave you little oh, yeah. bites of recordings, but I think... Voice acting aside, I think I actually prefer to read <laughs> lore because usually you want to digest, you want to sit there and listen to the whole thing end to mm -hmm. end, right? But in Bioshock, some of the acting just got a little crazy. It's like, uh, but it's still a perfect game. Don't get me wrong. It's in my top five. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, you I know, I, thankfully that this game, this game does both. You know, you can read the lore. And uh, every time that you get at least some sort of like main quest, you know, it will be voiced and you will get a small cutscene about it. So yeah. 
I love that. I love the fact that the game actually does that because there's there's so many MMOs where they write out all the quests and they'll give you like two paragraphs. I don't want to read all that. <laughs> yeah, you just like now next, if there's going to be a next, small cutscene, or if the person in front of me, you know, the NPC in front of me is actually going to be talking to me about you know like the problems they had that day and the problems that they're going to have and the things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not going to read that. I'm going to go all the way to the bottom, and it's going to say, you know, kill three boars. Off I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of nice that this game does both. And if you re- and, and if you're hungry for more story, all of that lore that you pick up all over the place is a huge, huge amount of lore. So yeah, <laughs> that that is an actual really, really good thing to point out in this game. Yeah, and and, and I had actually mentioned on our Guild Wars um, show where we were talking about Guild Wars how I'm like. If Guild Wars did the lore just like this game did, it would be like perfect, <laughs> you know, because there is so much stuff in Guild Wars where there is a ton of lore in oh Guild my Wars. God, you got to go around talking to everybody. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to find all these people. <laughs> 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 oh, it's great. Okay, well, I I think I think we've wrapped up this game pretty solid. Uh, do you have anything further that you just want to gush about the secret world before we move on? <laughs> um, uh, the only thing I really have to say uh, is that it goes on sale a lot mm-hmm. and that it's buy to play. And you really don't need like all of the extra stuff unless you start playing like big time hardcore mm-hmm. after you've pretty much maxed out your character. So this MMO is quite a deal. I think my only tip, I think, would be once you get in game, go out there on the actual internet and like look up like there is a there's a couple secret world radio stations that people are playing where they have like live DJs twenty four hours a day, and mm-hmm. oh my god, that added so much to the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it just turn off the in game music. Turn on these internet radio stations and just like you just hear these bizarre tracks that you would never ever listen to anywhere else. But when you're playing the secret world, it just makes sense, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, there is actually a store that is inside uh, London in the secret world where they had a music contest, and you can go walk into that store and listen to all the entries. Nice. It's awesome. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Okay, uh, so we're going to move on to the XP Quest news, which we don't have much of other than uh, that uh, Fallout 4 dropped and I have completely just forgotten about anything else on the internet. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> you even did a show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to turn off Fallout 4, finally. <laughs> I, I, I knew that the game was going to be coming out Tuesday and I seen everybody had it like... On Steam, like, Monday night. I'm like, oh, no. It's going to be one of those games. <laughs> I just lost all my friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just lost all my friends. Oh, my God. There is still a 20% off coupon out there. If anybody does want to buy it, there's a 20% off coupon out on Green Man Gaming. So don't pay full price for games, guys. <laughs> um. So in our Finding Time to Grind, what have you been playing this week? That's obviously a really not, good title. That's not, a really good title. I not, like that. You're obviously not playing Fallout 4. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Um, um, I was pretty busy because I did Extra Life, which is the 24-hour 24, 24 <laughs> marathon. And uh, I played quite a few games that day. I played eight <laughs> games. Um, geez, I don't even, let's see. I'm like rendering all of it, like behind me on another computer. Um, Trove, Terra, Secret World, Ark Survival Evolved, Neverwinter. Wow. (laughs) Guild Wars 2, Rift. I know I'm missing, Wildstar. (laughs) That might be 8. Thanks to your live stream. I downloaded three MMOs in the same day. Yeah. That's three MMOs and then patching three <laughs> MMOs and then three activations on MMOs. And and you really like Trove. I, I got to You know what? 
I've, I completely it, it forgot to put like that on my list. It seemed like a game that you did not want to play and had no interest at it at all whatsoever. <laughs> I think your words in the chat room were, were, is this game worth the time? I think is what you <laughs> yeah, wrote. That's how, that's how we started. Like, is this game worth the time? <laughs> and then you were like, yeah, we're going to play it. And I'm like, okay, it's free. And it wasn't really that big either. No. And then it's, it's pretty quick. you and I started playing it, and at first it wasn't that fun, but I think it was because the you had another person join us mm-hmm. who was, like, overpowered, way <laughs> overpowered. So we were just steamrolling through content. And, like, by the time we got to the, you know, the boss, he was standing there with, like, all the loot just sprawled out all over the floor. And I'm just mm-hmm. like... I'm like, well, this isn't very fun. And then as soon as that guy left, you know, don't get me wrong, he was a great guy, and we had some fun together. But like, as soon as he left, that's when the game actually started getting fun because right, you know, because there, was... there were things to hit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we ended up going from level one to God. It was almost like six ish. I want to say live um, on your stream. I... Um, I know that we got to like level six because we were looking for dungeons that were like level six to nine or something like that. Yeah. And then we kept going and we kept having like crazy adventures, like pirate birds <laughs> and right. stuff like running like, after us, killing us. Parrots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was and parrots we had, and crabs. That's what it we was. had situations where like we didn't know how to get into a dungeon and there was a big huge eye thing and we're just like digging along trying to you know get into these areas and getting really creative with it and it it was great uh, the, the game was really fun and i was i was actually very interested to see what was past all that stuff that we were doing because in the beginning like you said it was super easy but even when we had somebody with us i think it would have been pretty easy and yeah. the further that we went out the more not difficult but the more different things started getting yeah. and then things started getting to be um you had to get a little bit of strategy and then things started getting a little bit hard and that was really neat because of, you know you just kept progressing it was awesome so uh, here's my 10 seconds beyond that i played it for another few nights um for an hour or two every night um and i think i'm up to like ninth level maybe going on 10th I spent maybe two or three hours working on my base and I like that dramatically improved the entire game for me for whatever reason like that's one thing I just like you'd be running along you'd be out in the middle of nowhere and just bam there's your entire base just with one mouse click yeah your house your house follows you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like (laughs) once you make you know once you customize it and make it your house right you know, I made this gigantic tower and it's just like, just my outlook on the game. It was like day and night. Like I'm like, I, yeah, okay, I yeah. legitimately want to play this. I want to sit there and just goof and make this intricate little tower, you know, something that I'm proud of. It doesn't look just like a Minecraft dirt house. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and then, uh, I started going further and further and like, I'm up to like the elite worlds now. And I even at one point I created a, a what's considered you know like a guild on it, <laughs> so because oh. <laughs> yeah you know, I had all this money sitting around I'm like sure I'll just make my own guild. <laughs> well, um, we, we I'm gonna give you guild. something uh, right here in Skype. This is a code, and I'm gonna do this live on the show here. Mm-hmm. You can go over to Try On Worlds, type in that code, and you will get the awesome Super Skyfire helmet in Trove. Oh wow! There you go. That's awesome. I don't know what the hell it does. <laughs> but it's yours now. But now I want to try it, whatever it is. I, I hope to see Twitter pics soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will give you Twit pics of the awesome helmet <laughs> by tomorrow. <laughs> Not tonight, though. Apparently, I have to go see my wife in a luchador mask. Ole. Ole. <laughs> So, uh, did you get any good uh, other feedback or any interesting stories beyond Trove? Um, Well, um, uh, the biggest game of the night uh, was a friend of mine came on and Carrie from Lotro Reporter came on and we ended up playing Ark. And that was the the big game of the night because I had a couple people there. Uh, 
some of us knew how to play, some of us didn't know how to play. And running and trying to fight dinosaurs was just awesome. And running into things that will just utterly kill you and finding out that, you know, like, we can't fight it. We have to figure out what to do. Um, there was a level 96 panther, or wow. not panther, uh, um, some sort of cat that was running after us constantly. <laughs> and we're only level one, level two. And so the only thing that we could do was we had to have people run off and hope to keep this thing, you know, at bay and kill them far away. <laughs> So we could respawn and just build our, you know, little straw hut so we could survive the night. <laughs> so um, that that was probably the best game that we played. Um, and uh, I'm hope I'm rendering everything tonight and probably tomorrow. So at some point, there's going to be a li um, the, the live stream of that on MMO Reporter YouTube channel. <laughs> so if you want to see that, check that out. Um, our, our boss, Chris, came in. After um, he had an event that he had to do, and then he came back home, watched what we were doing, and was just laughing hysterically. <laughs> so, it, you guys want to see that? Please, please check it out. I will definitely watch that. <laughs> um, so, uh, how much money did you end up raising? I think it was somewhere around five hundred. That's not bad, dude. That wasn't bad. I, I think you, you even my, raised a little bit too, didn't you? I gave you my full fifteen dollars, and I joined Team uh, MMO Reporter for the night. <laughs> <laughs> that was like you're playing. Yeah, you I might was as well join. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I jokingly told somebody I was like, you know, next year when somebody says let's do extra life, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go work an actual like part time job for one day, and just that's how I'll get the donations. <laughs> like, <laughs> me trying to play games to get people to donate was far less uh, profitable for the extra life people. I'll just go get a job for a day. $100, <laughs> I'll clean your garage. Exactly. I'll just get some Craigslist ads up. <laughs> I'll come do something stupid for a day. So, um, Of course, uh, this week I was playing <clears throat> Fallout 4. Um, I got, at the last second, I got bit by the Fallout 4 bug. I was, go I was totally going to be the guy who waited until it was on sale, right? And, I mean, for example, I still haven't bought GTA V. I finally, two months ago, bought uh, Shadows of Mordor. <laughs> you know, like, I am way behind the curve. Right. But then something in my head was just like, well, I got a, I got a podcast now where I got to talk about <laughs> RPGs. I should be current just once. Right. It's my job now. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> honey, fine. Honey, I need to spend $60. But, yeah, in my justification, <laughs> I did get that 20% off. So I, I ended up only paying like nice $48. So <laughs> golf clap for me. <laughs> so Yeah, I uh, believe that you were one of those Monday people. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> I was to talk totally... to you and everything, and no, I I'm just... not going to talk to Leonor today. I'm playing Fallout 4. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there Monday night. <laughs> I did the, the I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this right. Monday night, I stayed up late, and like we did the freaking midnight launch, and next thing you know, I'm sitting here playing. <laughs> I'm playing Fallout 4. Before I went to bed, I already had the dog. You know, <laughs> like it was great. Uh, and so I, I, I will be posting some, uh, blog posts this coming week, uh, about fallout four, but I have decided the next show is going to be a fallout show. So, <laughs> okay. Any listeners out there who are like really far in the game and really good at it, let me know. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking bids for the, uh, the guest host spot on that show. <laughs> well, look, let me look at my steam list. <laughs> uh, I have come across a few bugs, but so far most of the bugs have just been stupid graphical glitches, right? Mm -hmm. And I did have one. Uh, I had one upsetting bug where my dog ran off. And everywhere I read online, everybody's up in arms about this because it's just a glitch in their companion system. Like, it thinks that you have another companion, so the dog just sort of wanders off. 
Oh. And he's, he's supposed to return to one of your villages, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He goes back to where you found him. And for the life of me, I can't get him. Like, you'd stand there and scream at him all day. The good news is the dog is, in fact, invincible, right? Which is very good because I have accidentally shot that dog with so many (laughs) destructive weapons because I see something and it's like, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to destroy you. And the first thing I do is I toss a fragmentation grenade at this gigantic thing that's about to freaking run me down. And the you know you see the fragmentation grenade go ding 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 across the, you know the ground and then there goes the dog right at the, you know like <laughs> you dumb dog boom you know <laughs> and then you, the, you see the dog go flying off I'm like someday oh my you'll learn God you stupid dog <laughs> it's like doesn't he like there's no AI to say don't chase the grenade you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like he'll jump right. Like I'll be sighting something in, and then suddenly, right, right as I'm squeezing the trigger, I see the dog jump up between the sights, and like you know, latch onto the character, and he's like, oh. <laughs> but in their defense, the dog is invincible. He'll sit there and hurt, and he'll do this pitiful dog hurt noise for you know a minute or two, and you could stim pack him, but you don't have to. He'll he'll recover. Mm-hmm. But if you don't stim pack him, he'll sit there and just be like a wounded dog, just all crippled, like and you're just like it's like, <laughs> oh my god, you're killing me, dog! <laughs> Stop stepping on landmines. <laughs> Poor dog. Can you actually name the dog? I, I don't think so. Oh, oh well. I was gonna say name when, him Splody. Yeah, because when you when you hover the mouse over him, it just says dog, right? <laughs> but everywhere online and even on Fallout's like forums and stuff, it's the name is actually dog meat, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, you know would insinuate that you're gonna kill it and eat it, right? Right. <laughs> but you can't kill him, which is great because he should have died nine times by now. <laughs> Poor dog. Oh, and well. then now that he's gone, I'm like, I'm like, I lost my dog, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sort of sad. And like, I have four <laughs> other companions now, but they all suck. I want my dog back. <laughs> I want Explodey back. Uh, <sighs> we'll talk about Explodey the dog on the Fallout show for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I think the only other thing I've been playing besides Trove is uh, we're still doing our real life D&D campaign. Which will tickle Draculetta. Uh, we actually switched over to the published uh, Rise of Tiamat campaign uh, for the 5e campaign. And uh, anybody who's ever played that, the, the first thing you do is you're like, you get all the players to go into this keep that's being attacked by a dragon. And I have level one characters, and I'm DMing, and I'm swooping around in the dark with this. This this it's it's an adult blue dragon. You're the DM? Completely unwinnable. And the players are like, I could probably hit that with my bow. And I'm telling them as a DM, that's not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) You're level one, this is a dragon. (laughs) You know, and they just they don't know. And I'm like, hold on, let me get you guys uh new character sheets. I think, and then you guys can do what yeah, you want. Draculetta and chat would probably agree with me. I should probably make an example out of one or two of them. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna roll my skill called "You're rolling a new character and destroy you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, by the by the way, real quick, uh, off topic here. Um, I just found out uh, a couple days ago that Draculetta is single. So I would like to officially propose um, uh, to uh, have Draculetta's hand in marriage, please. Ooh. Only because of tax reasons. <laughs> Is this legal in uh, Wisconsin? I think so. I was going to say, you, you guys can come to Ohio. Because we have snow and cows. We don't have pot in Ohio, but I think it's legal to get married. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll talk it out. Okay, this is an offline conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's offline. <laughs> offline. We'll, we'll figure it out. So speaking of donations... He's buying rings. <laughs> we have 18 supporters on Patreon. 
If you nice. would like to support shows on the Players Alliance network like XP Quest, simply go to the donations page. Or you can support the Players Alliance on Patreon. Uh, there you'll find rewards including a mention on the podcast of your choice or even a guest for an episode on XP Quest. And that's like legitimate guests. Not like, hey, Leonor, get on here. <laughs> like an honored hey, Leonor, guest. Hey, get on my podcast with uh, Proposed to Draculetta. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you would be an honored guest, not, you know, the practical Joker uh, Django Fett guest. <laughs> I'm not Chewbacca. That is true. I can't figure out who the Chewbacca is of the network. Hmm. <laughs> We'll get to that someday. Hmm. I gotta, I gotta work my way through the network. <laughs> so, uh, something I have been thinking about doing—it's probably gonna uh, upset Andang—is I think you know we're gonna still do the Patreon, but like I think I'm actually gonna just do straight up like a charity event, like an ongoing charity event. So, <laughs> look for that next episode. I, I, I gotta clear it with the boss first, basically. <laughs> I mean, if you still want to donate, donate. But honestly, you know, I'd rather raise money for something pure and good. <laughs> I can afford my hosting, so that's not, you know, this show's good. We're good. I can afford my hosting. <laughs> well, there you go. But, it, you know, if you like the quality of the rest of the content, you know, uh, uh, of the rest of the network, donate to that. So uh, you can contact us at podcast at xpquest.com. You can follow us on Twitter. The Players Alliance is at Players Ally. XP Quest is at XP Quest. And myself, DJ Pimp Daddy, is at DJ Pimp Daddy. And you can follow our guest at any of his 19 places. Yes, you can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, Google Plus, and YouTube as Leonor. Just look me up on there. Or you can, you, uh, can, you can follow him on Trove at Leonor's. Leonor's. Thanks for, mis- thanks for misspelling Z. that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your friend request is. It comes through. Maybe it's because you misspelled your own name. Thanks, you can check Leonor. me out on Lotro Reporter and MMOReporter.com. And you can always email me at my awesome new email address, Leonor at HelloKitty.com. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Why? You know you want one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the Players Alliance live shows, uh, Mondays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern is, uh, DDO Players News. That show is, uh, it's getting quite popular. There's a lot of live listeners on that one. Uh, every other Thursday at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. <clears throat> uh, Eastern is XP Quest, and Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern is Lotro Players News. You can always join us for live shows over at xpquest.com slash live. And next episode is definitely going to be Fallout 4, so bring your stim packs because it's going to be rad. Oh, my God. (laughs) I always have to end on a terrible joke. (laughs) Gold net. (laughs) So, everyone, thanks for listening, and go find time for the grind. Bye. Show is over. We're still live, though. Draculetta. Dude, I have this... <laughs> out of uh, four He's episodes... He's all creeped out at the moment. <laughs> You've lost Dracula. He said, um, and that was it. I think he got up, left the house, walked down the street. Out of four shows, I've had <laughs> Skype crash three times. Oh, no. I am so sick of Skype at this point. Like, I need to hire a third-party person to just host the Skype call. 
and mm-hmm. I'll and I'll host the rest of the show. <laughs> Is that too much to call the guest and be like, "Will you host the call?" <laughs> you know, there's something about Skype and Mixler that just hate each other hmm. on the same computer. Oh, that sucks. It does. <laughs> okay, let's stop. Everybody.